0: welcome to another horror review. well this was a random one i picked wasn't it um i saw it popped up and i saw oh guest star in west and i yeah gotta do this gotta put it out of the vault um yeah i have seen this before i didn't realize i was watching a kid's movie so we're talking about shadow zone beyond dead express um it's a bit like creep show tales of the crypt goosebumps all that kind of good stuff you know harvest harmless fun there was nothing wrong that now and again um obviously it's a kid's thing so no boobies this time so sorry folks you have to park that one until uh we'll come around again down our movie but yeah pretty pretty straightforward premise but bloody hell is things up i've actually just finished watching it about 30 seconds ago <laughs> i didn't realize that um it was going to be that long uh, I was expecting uh, when I realized what it was. I was expecting like a I don't know forty minute creep show esque goosebumps type thing, not something that was nearly two hours long. How did I managed to do that, I have no idea. Ah, hey Chris, how are you? Um, no fish people in this one, and I'm trying to get through my uh, watch list. What I do is I go through and I look and add things to the watch list and save links, and then. It all builds up and that's like oh I've got to get through all this and uh i just started hammering through it so that's why i picked up this one um trying to think what to say you've got uh what was it you've got a young kid his name is zach and uh he's a compulsive liar you know, and it's kind of told with, um, you know, that sort of moral, sort of, don't be naughty type thing, you know, I was like Master's, you remember the Master's Universe cartoons, you know, every episode, ended with some sort of uh, message about being a good person. And Dave uh the old setup here. <laughs> Like said, let I literally just jumped over. Ah, oh, gotta go live. I've promised and set this thing up. Yeah, um, but uh, do you know what? I think we're over the thirty percent because I think the last, uh god, what four or five movies have been bo- booby tastic, and I think maybe one movie hasn't been. So yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm well on target but even now, do do a spreadsheet. Go back through all the, back through all the episodes. Do a wee spreadsheet there, and just um, tie it up, let me know if I'm going right or wrong. I'll do the job. Uh yeah. So Godzaki, his parents are split up. He's acting out. He just telling whoppers now. Compulsive liars are frustrating as hell. I've known a few at times. Um, remember back at school, there's this one guy in particular, I guess how bad it was, like flipping 30 years later, still in my head. And you just tell all these absolute whoppers, and you get really aggressive if you get caught out. It's unreal, like, you started calling him out or picking holes in the story and you just turn around, like, like proper angry about it, and you're like, I just used to think, no need to be like that. And the thing is, the ones that um, people that spin bits, you know, tell yarns, they seem to have a decent personality they seem to have charisma and they can pull a crowd together and they have friends but they have this on their need just to embellish things and puff it up and tell ridiculous stories and i don't get it like it's just something that doesn't um quit me my problem is i tell the truth uh especially when maybe i shouldn't so i'm the sort that gets in trouble for just saying what i think or what i feel about a situation uh, and yeah that never ever goes well especially when you're like corporate environment or civil service environment where everyone's each other in the back just being like a straight shooter uh never uh <laughs> doesn't always uh, go well so i learned to sort of dial it, try and dial it back a bit but i'm still me i don't it just uh, never uh, like even though it's hard to bite my lip at times, but there you go. It's it's their own, but yeah, composite liars. I think when you're like around one for a while, it just gets so frustrating, and that's it kind of plays out with his friends that they're just yeah we we'll put up your nice, but you're going too far this time. I don't lie. Uh, what do you mean? It's like come on, we know. And even when you confront, even in sort of we know, you know that we know that you know sort of thing it's um, it's definitely a mental illness of some sort Um, by the way that's not something to be sticking on social media saying you have it just to get likes and attention, stop doing that, that's not that's not cool, it's very disingenuous, it's a serious problem someone that has to do this has got issues and cuddling them or giving them like gratification on social media isn't gonna help or pretending to have this which actually maybe you won't because you know if you're pretending to have it then you've got it i don't know maybe it's a form of hypochondria it comes out i part of me wonders if i should study psychology but i can't be enough you know all right working out how things and why things happen but the actual trying to provide solutions especially when it's even frustrating in my career over the years where my job has been to provide solutions and people actively fight you over it. I can't be bothered. Um, I'm at the stage now and I've just like no me ball. but I've always been interested in how things work, especially the, the old human brain. There's just so many random uh, acts, like compulsions and just anomalies that go on. In the, like the se- human psyche... That make absolutely no sense, <laughs> and uh, it's just fascinating to play it out. Um, by the way, if you guys checked out uh, Chris and the channel yesterday, we wrapped up the Call of session, and that game. I uh, think of the way I like that game as well. It plays with the human psyche. It embraces madness, insanity, temporary or otherwise, and the effects that do you know any other games you just breeze through oh you made a big monster, has no effect on you whatsoever and you just go and fight it where in that game uh, the things do have an effect on you you're human at the end of the day and you're overwhelmed by circumstances, events and uh, Chris, once again, amazing job for playing that out um, really enjoyable to have somebody engaged with the storyline it just makes it more fun to run but yeah, what makes people do what they do? Uh, I've always been fascinated Number it. And then we we'll see Zach, we we'll see because he's got trauma, you know, his parents are split up It's nasty divorce. They're always sniping at each other. His mother's too busy, so he goes to spend the weekends with his mother. She's always, like, focusing on job. So you can kind of see how it plays out. You know, it's a kid's show, so it's not going to be over-complicated. Um, then he meets, he goes down the subway because he says he's not taking a taxi. You know, mother thinks Throw. and I, I grew up, I think I even though it's like a for a younger audience, and I do remember, especially the the end of this, I do remember seeing this before. But um I grew up with a lot of a lot of kids in my school, all from broken homes. And the, effectively what they did was they had two sets of parents you know parent one was with a new partner parent two is with a new partner and what they effectively did was just throw money at them that that was their idea of affection so you had these kids going around with like lots of money in their pocket um and i by no stretcher means went to a well-off school you know yeah. i mean it was uh flipping east belfast for credit I just doesn't even the flipping grammar school in the area was goes like it's just um funny. But yeah, you have this effect that just throw money and busy told to go away or the because the parents were competing with each other, they're trying to basically buy the kids and they're not even doing it for the kids' affection. They're doing it to one up the other one. And that really comes out like um yeah, that's some interesting times. But yeah, you see this Louis fella, he's played out and do you know what the weekend he looks cheesy like, that got be i was such a negative thing that you know the one hoop earring thing um god uh, do you know even though sometimes i think people go too far with the gauges they actually look tidy compared to those stupid things um just reminds me that I just um uh fashion eh? <laughs> gotta love it but yeah, he goes down the subway, he goes on the wrong, wrong platform, he bumps into a vampire, and then he's saved by um, this guy called Valentine, who's doing the whole top hat and tails, you know, the swishing cloak, the cane, and all that good stuff, you know. If you could think of any more stereotypes, that's it. <laughs> Do you know what, uh, that was a cool move, in fairness. Uh, there was things in that scenario, Obviously, I don't want to spoil the scenario if anyone else wants to play it, but you know, Far was one of the things that worked. You just took it to 11, you just dealt with the 11, and just went, yeah, go for it, which um, is fair play. But yeah, back to the story, just, he meets Valentine, then when he goes to tell his friends, it's the boy crowd move sort of scenario. So they don't believe him because he tells that many whoppers, so obviously something comes up, it's not gonna happen. Um, they're trying to do a school assignment. So he he ends up suggesting that they go down to the, the abandoned sections of the subway. And this is oh, this is set in New York, by the way, and it's all about vampires on in the underground, you know, abandoned sections and all that. Um bit of a weird setup because. I think what annoys me as well when they're writing for young teen and kids i think a lot of writers are really disrespectful it's just like well uh, kids are stupid well don't have to put any thought on the plot nah, they'll be right. right they'll suck it up because it's got flashy lights Problem is there are people making enough for like that now but um yeah especially with kids tv like uh the old these cartoons were diabolical <laughs> just fucking toy adverts and just no nuance or plot it's weird that so many people get back into you know back and play about cartoons as adults and yeah that whole thing it's uh very very strange but hey ho it's their own i revisit i like animation you know i think it's a beautiful art form it's good going back every so i sorry i good on tangents here because it's really this thing is one hour 45 minutes long and there's no plot to it you know the initial i've told you initial plot see zach and then we just got this weird filler for like an hour of him go down and meeting uh Valentine and become friends and he is showing around the subways and then he's taking photographs and he doesn't has you know the old cliche of the lens cap on but the weird thing is that one of the vampires tried to eat him initially and it's fluorescent light that Stops the vampire even though it's present light all over the tunnel. That just weird, and then they say it's UV light, but that's not UV light. And who the hell puts up UV light in a fucking subway? So, straight away, they're you know, they're just complete falsehoods. Even back in the 80s, we knew about UV light because well, um, if you're in the UK, the police had the initiative, it was to stop you, you know, prevent your goods being stolen. So this whole thing about getting a stamp and stamping your goods and then it showed up under the UV light. Uh don't think that scheme ever Don't think that scheme ever lasted too long. I think people found a way to take it off, but people start getting their own UV lights. This is before things were commercially available, before online shopping. I think online shopping just changed the game entirely for everything. But this is back to you know somebody's nicking your bike, well. If you want to sell on to somebody, well, you could check it and then report it to the police. So UV light was available. People knew about UV light and they knew what it did. But it, was, it just wasn't put up anywhere. Even the fly cut and the fly stoppers weren't they weren't UV light because at the end of the day, you're if you have that about, you get people sunburn because it is <laughs> the ultraviolet res, you know, that's that's the whole point. Um. So the do that at the, the start, and then the clever thing was at the start that when the vampire's near, the clocks go all squirrely So that's why they're underground; they can't tell time. So at least they've got that. But anyway, there's So there is a logic. Yeah. Um. People forget they were kids themselves. I think. I remember being a kid. I hated being a kid i don't was one i'm not a massive fan but at the same time you gotta they're the, next, they're the next group of adults it's the next generation and we'll see it now with this dumbing down right there's a difference between simplifying a plot and dumbing it down and there's a difference between as well treating your audience like they're idiots and they're not gonna look up things and I think that's what is the sort of disconnect between the creators, especially the corporate world, because um, that's where all the knuckle-draggers go with no talent. Um, there might've been somebody with talent that initially set up said conglomerate company. There might be ones that make the deals in the background are talented, but the general worker base and the worker ants, and you know, middle management that are not the talented people. The try and make out the beat, and in fact, it's not your best and best it's just the dross. But even then, like get basic facts right. And if you're going to do a plot and you're going to throw things in, have it make sense. Back to my point about once you say the word vampire, werewolf, banshee, uh, witch, wizard you are setting a set of parameters and you gotta you gotta respect them because that's the way the creature operates or why call it one zombie is the other one you know um, once you set those parameters then that's what you're playing with and there's nothing like count the the um, Steve and I want to be doing a stream once I start because there's a lot of notes we're going because Renfield came out. We want to do the history of Dracula, you know, not vampires but Dracula himself in cinema. We're, we're planning that one out, and even just covering Dracula alone, there's hundreds of movies, material books. That's not counting what's in the vampire genre, you know, expanded out werewolf genre. You name it, me tons and tons of material. And people still enjoy it so you've no need to reinvent the wheel you just tell a refreshing story and use uh the horror aspect the creature aspect as the icing adam said it best when we uh when we were doing one of our Clive worker slots Hor- horror is a storytelling device that's why you've got horror comedy horror uh, psychological horror Supernatural horror, you know that's horror is the method of storytelling. It's a storytelling device. So the the actual plotline is still the same. You can still tell a romantic story, which most vampires, you know, traditional vampire stories are their love. Werewolf, the Wolfman, you know that was a love story because it was the love of his partner that stopped him turning so you can tell a romantic love story the horror is a sprinkling which a makes it tragic but also shows the overcoming adversity because the supernatural creature or what the what the type of horror is is what makes the challenge and i think people forget that i think they just stick the i think they stick these labels onto things and just, you know, throw it out. I'd agree, werewolf. I like um, I like werewolf flicks, but like anything, there's your, you know, one of my favorite werewolf flicks is Dog Soldiers, and the original you know, American werewolf from London. Those, those are sort of the best. Um, a lot of f- hypes made about the Highland series, but you know, I barely remember the first one and the sequels are absolutely terrible. But I also like, um, it's hard, I feel like Lovecraftian, you know, I love that sort of ethereal, horror, I love, um, sort of Eldritch being something from another dimension trying to break into the world and actually it's a focus a lot of my own writing you know it's I love that kind of idea of something pushing through into this world be the reason for good or for ill um, and that's kind of the whole you know those creatures all can be anything it's the idea a recent story would be glorious that's fantastic one about you know a being from another dimension trying to come through i uh, really enjoyed that one but yeah my first book um the ring master's interview it was all about that but it was competing forces for the prize of earth the life force of earth and that's it's hard to quantify but that type of creature that's either yearning or hungry or has another you know get something so it's well i like a lot of you know although they're, they're played out but like possession movies uh like the exorcist it's kind of been overdone a bit but the idea of the demon you know the demon from hell coming through into our plane because it creates humanity like the evil dead series you know in the deadites are craving humanity and they want to cause carnage in fact, werewolf and demon. I would, say, yeah. Actually, no. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I love, I love the werewolf, like the original werewolf story. Um, demons though. There's um, a thinking, acting creature. I think you've kind of noticed with my reviews. I don't like the sort of just mindless killer that just does it because it's there. That's boring as hell. Give me a thinking, feeling villain entity that has purpose and drive and explain that purpose and drive um that's why i love the evil dead series so much because they could easily like the deadites could wipe out the human antagonists like that no problem and uh, don't in minutes that's not what they're doing they're there to play give them the love the, the thrill of the chase and that brings an element you know this is an intelligent being so the entire the protagonist has to be just as intelligent at least to survive and much more intelligent to to defeat them i do like vampire you know it's not like like liking one thing you know we're having a preference means uh preclude all others loads of vampire movies i like i've made a complaint that there's no real vampire movies anymore They keep melding up with something else and stop being a vampire so in fairness this, this is um this is for younger teens or older teens sorry um and they do the traditional vampire so kind of argue about no it's done about Hanly you know mean love of the vampires or just cheese ball, not much to them there was a scene in the you know because they've they've got their own special carriage because valentine built the new york subway and other train networks over the world um but there's a scene when a a rat appeared and they all went crazy so you know i know it was the idea to be shocking but at the same time they're making these mindless creatures if the vampires were smart yeah they can't leave the subway but can they not make familiars also if rats are what they eat then why are not they breeding them like um james Goodell, one of my uh, uh non-horror you know favorite authors uh king rap you know there's a perfect example of a storyline so if that's all they eat, they wouldn't be scurrying about they would have these supposed to, you know What's well, again, Human you know, they're human wants that had the intelligence humans, that lived much longer lives. There's a whole range of skill sets. Why not? Um make things comfortable. The the look is if they're scrubbing in the dirt and just makes me think, why? But then again, it's, it's back to this laziness of okay, we need things that it's spooky. Um yeah, so this this whole plot line goes along for quite a bit. And he's shown them all the special places and that and stuff, and yeah, he takes a photograph off of them and all that kind of haha you know, testing each other. Fair enough, but they could have condensed this down. This didn't need to be this long. I was definitely struggling towards the end. I'm gonna remember that sort of the end and scene coming up and like oh yeah i've seen this before and i think the same thing is going to happen you know i can't remember much of the plot because there wasn't one um there's one scene where um one of the other vampires who yeah, i can't remember i don't call me it was it Dwayne may have been Dwayne. We'll go with the way no, I can't remember. There's another one who's almost like his, two, uh, his henchman is TIC, and he keeps trying to, you know, break away, get out, and he gets out once, and then they do have this weird scene, and then they go back in, and it just goes round and round and round. It's like, come on, guys, get to the point. This is dragging on. And do you know what? Even kids, because this is um, early '90s. Because back then would have had a struggle with this. Like this is way too long for a for a young person's movie without very much happening. Now the the way I was in Noel. This hence that this was a series. I can't remember. Genuinely can't remember. A series. I'm guessing it was. I might look up some more. Not to watch them but just to refresh myself. But it's starting in this sort of tales of the crap type. Eventually you got your. Monster introducing, you know, being the compare and introducing the tail But God, if this was on a lot, um, yeah, that's a bit hard. So there you go. Eventually, things come to a head. Um, Valentine kidnaps his one of his wee friends. He's got two wee friends with him. You know, like I said they're they're tight and the he lies and all that and the in the confront him about it because he's going too far he shuts down the fallout for a bit but then um is it gabe Gabe or jt what was it no gabe i think it was um she gets kidnapped so that's luring him back and then he agrees all right i'll let you out of the yeah where's my mouse Yeah, it's that sort of vibe, you know. But it's it's like a younger version of Creepshow. Yeah, I did watch it, but once again, i flippin' Can't remember. It's been so long. Um, been so long since I watched it. And then again, is it one of those ones that won't hold up? Back to what I said. If it's aimed at the kids, there's a there's a laziness with the execs when it comes to making stuff for kids, and it's I think it's very disingenuous. It annoys me actually um especially now it's just got everything's just going rock bottom kids wouldn't uh kids today wouldn't have the attention span to watch this i mean i think more than two minutes long and they're right zoom right and that's it gone um even a minute now like, i think the shorts people like are getting shorter you know it's like oh a minute a whole minute i have to watch something for a whole minute oh that's too long give me give me 10 seconds Uh shiny things you know it's just Uh, getting ridiculous now um but yeah that whole whole thing you know, kids and coming up against one, it's it's always fun but tell a good story this one was alright but it was kind of a sleep alone but we get to the final thing where the bargain is made they'll be left alone if he lets them out of the subway where they're trapped and apparently it's this one fluorescent light is blocking him from the switch to change the tracks or get across so he agrees to do it but switches off the light they all the all board the rain choo choo way to go and then it turns out valentine's tricked them they go out into the sunlight because he wants to he can't leave them alive because they're desperate to get out and cause carnage they've this all cheesy like gooey vampires either exploding or melting or you know we all did differently um yeah and that's it where's craven's in this he plays as a counselor so he's in about he's in two scenes um fair enough that's what had me intrigued about it he's right he wasn't playing you know he wasn't playing like super role he's just saying a few words and nodding that but good to see him again you know what i mean um, definitely, was Wes Craven. He he's definitely one of the directors that contributed a lot to horror. I would say he would be responsible for bringing horror a bit more to the mainstream. Where a lot of time horror is in the background, he's the one that's you know flipping blockbusters, um, sell out tickets at the cinema. Definitely, if it wasn't for Wes Craven i don't think horror being be in the you know i mean it always exists but wouldn't be as popular as it was now so there you go um oh no it wasn't you know, i mean didn't hate it just find it a wee bit you know blah 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 come on got to the end happy with that um it's a background you know stick it on the background or if you want to you know, introduce somebody younger to horror you know monsters not why not I mean, there's no gore or anything it's just it's all done it's wee bit wee bit hockey at times but there yeah, that's what's you're not gonna get people ripped apart in a, a kid's show so how are you doing this is a bit of a different one for me definitely um i thought i have done all right actually with a review i thought this was gonna be like a 500 review and then done but uh, as always i managed to waffle a of it so there you go oh one last thing Cameron Kenny sent me a wee package over, so gosh before we go up the wall, let's uh show off some of his artwork because he never gets enough credit. He is um amazing artist. He hides his body light under a bushel and god damn it, I'm gonna plug him whether he wants me to do or not. So I just got my frames arrived today, got to put them in the frames, and I mean guy's got talent and then second one not quite a horror theme, but still i mean he's definitely got a style so they'll be joining the backdrop you get this wall finished and getting getting well I was sharing one of the older videos and just uh put up the shorts and flipping the thing was sparse, remember this wall starting out with the one or two bits and now we're getting there, we're getting like full of junk cause love it, love cheesy stuff. And also if you just get bored looking at me, you can look behind and see something a bit more interested. You know what I mean? All works, <laughs> but there you go. we wee bit about technically an, an unboxing and a plug and yeah, a review cause this is a it's an offensive show you know i mean that's uh as a result it's not meant to be anything still enjoyable interest you know interesting to see them back then but um if you said, if you remember this one let us know what you think uh because it's been around for ages so there's a good chance you might have watched it if you haven't I've stuck the link in the description anyway check it out and you know why not if you do let me know what you think Did it age well? Does it fit in with today? Um, Is there a message, you know, not the messages and stuff, but the whole idea of telling the truth, not yelling at your friends and sort of dealing with heartache, is that still in there? Does that still resonate with people today? You know, those sort of things. Were the vampires convincing as vampires or were someone too hammy? You know, it'd be interested to hear your thoughts. You know, that's what the, the old descri- uh, comment sections for. And by the way, Mister or Missus Troll, whoever it was the last time put the rude one on. Yeah, hope you hope you enjoy your little life. I was um, rather sad of you, but there you go. You got to mention now so you can be like, oh, got to him, got to him. You know, what I mean? but I don't care what I said. About you. you signed off on me yet? So, stuff you. And <laughs> I left it up there for people to say, because yeah that's when you're hiding behind your little avatar and typing your shitty comments fine leave it up have a crack um well if you're around uh, the area and find yourself uh, in the vicinity of Carol i'm sure he'll hit you up he also does um body piercing and modification now that's actually what he specializes in i'll keep trying to get him to do time lapse photography of some of his tattoos, especially horror later ones, but he uh, he just, he's not in he's not the, like the geek level of making content like the rest of us. He kind of comes along for the ride because he likes to talk about stuff, um, but he's not like as mad as us. Like to me, I'd have the tripod set up, I'd have a fucking lightning stuff and just record for like six hours, then condense it down and something, but, um, i have to get um I have a talk about him getting into doing one you know one of his horror stuff he, he definitely needs to show us his words a bit more because he does some amazing work but there you go that's that's me uh question with me enough <laughs> for he's <you's> all vomit <laughs> well once again thanks for everyone who turned up in the chat hope you enjoyed the review bit of a different one but as everybody get bored of the same all the time go up to the other channel, do all the tidy clicky things, and until next time, keep it creepy, keep it horrific.